But Susan Murray is with us now for the Rural News. Kia ora, Susan. Sheep milk exporters are pleased with the government action around export quota markets. Good afternoon, Charlotte. A sheep milk exporter says changing rules around the export dairy quota allocation system will let the fledgling industry expand more easily. At present, the system favours traditional cow milk, and the government says it's no longer fit for purpose. Spring Sheep Milk Chief Executive says allowing sheep, goat and even deer milk into markets controlled by quotas is a great opportunity. What this means for us is we've got another group of markets that we can now assess. Um, and we'll be going through that process of seeing what this means for us in terms of specific product opportunities and specific market opportunities. Um, and what you'll see from us over time is a push from our from spring sheep into a more diversified market set. Tariffs put a huge amount of pressure on, um, particularly on high value product lines, where the tariff, if they're percentage based, have a huge impact on what the end price is on a shelf. So um, seeing these tariffs come off obviously puts us in a much stronger position to uh, take products to these markets. And frankly, a lot of these um, tariffs that actually mean the markets are not addressable at all for us. So seeing um, any kind of support and removing them uh, is, is really welcome. Currently, the bulk of spring sheep's products are exported to Taiwan, Malaysia, Vietnam, China and Hong Kong. The changes to the quota allocation system will be in place by 2024. As the Symbidian orchid season winds up, growers are celebrating one of the better years for export prices. Bucking the trend of other primary producers, New Zealand Bloom, the country's largest flower exporting company, says prices have been up to 20% higher than last year. Managing Director David Ballard says China, which was weak last year, has performed strongly in 2023, and Japan has returned as a higher-paying market. Obviously, it's helped with the currency where it is although the currency is not dramatically different from where it was last year. So uh, it was mostly higher prices for customers. How surprised are you at the strength of the market this year? Uh, I was a little bit surprised. It certainly went stronger than we expected. I guess the response to the reduced volume was uh, more significant than, than we expected. It managed, uh, it enabled us to shorten up some markets that have perhaps been oversupplied like Japan in recent years, and those prices really lifted up strongly as a result. So that took a market, for example, that had been a a very poor performer into one that was in line with all the others in terms of pricing. So it gives us some good confidence for the future years. Zimbidian orchids are the mainstay of New Zealand's flower export industry, which is worth about $20 million a year. The latest Rabobank Rural Survey has farmer confidence dropping to yet another record low. The survey, completed late last month, says rising concern over agricultural commodity prices in the coming year has pushed confidence to minus 72%. Monique Steele has more. Rabobank says this is the lowest reading in the 20-year history of the survey, eclipsing the previous record low of minus 71% recorded at the end of last year. 77% of farmers were expecting conditions to worsen over the next 12 months, with only 5% expecting conditions to improve. 15% expected conditions to stay the same. Rabobank's Bruce Weir says lower commodity prices have now emerged as the main source of farmer anxiety. 
This week, before Election Day, we are speaking to spokespeople from the top five political parties on what they'd do if they were the next Minister of Agriculture. The ACT Party's Agriculture spokesperson, Andrew Hoggard, says a number of current policies would be scrapped under an ACT government, including the Zero Carbon Act and RMA, Three Waters and parts of the firearms reforms. Andrew Hoggard says it would not require farmers to pay for their farm emissions, especially if farmers in any export markets don't have to pay for them either. We wouldn't be going with Hiwaka Ikanoa. That's pretty much uh, universally disliked by most farmers. And instead, you know, if there was to be emissions pricing, you know, it would be only if our top five trading partners were also doing it. But most importantly, it's getting the, the targets right. So having a full split gas approach, clear review of the targets, what's actually required for warming, if you do that, quite frankly, I, the numbers from talking to a lot of the scientists, you know, I think we're already on track to meet that target anyway. So why would you need all this pricing and all the admin burden and all the rest of it that comes with it? So for us, you know, that's, that pricing path is not one we're interested in going down. Andrew Hoggard says it wouldn't bring cows into the emissions trading scheme. It would let the market decide. One of the good things about Hiwaka Kanoa was it enabled us to do a lot of modelling, the process anyway, not the final outcome, but uh, through the modelling it really showed how ineffective um, the ETS would be and actually how costly it would be for the farming sector without actually delivering results. So it, it's really a very poor instrument in terms of farm emissions. Quite frankly, everyone keeps talking about how all the markets sending us these signals, well, if that is the case, then you know, if there's this market driver, then it's best left in the market to solve it rather than government jumping in and pulling all sorts of levers in the wrong direction and making an absolute mess of it. Andrew Hoggart gave up his role at the helm of Federated Farmers in May to join the ACT Party. And finally, early prices for this new season's store lambs have been positive. But AgriHQ analyst Mel Crowd says they're unlikely to get any better in the near future because export prices remain under pressure. She says last week 200 of the first store lambs arrived at Canterbury Park. And they range from about $130 to $150 a head for lambs that weigh between 34 and 42 kilos. So is that saying there's a little bit of confidence uh, looking further forward? Uh, Look, they would have been some good-looking store lambs, and we often see the market start with a hiss and a roar um, when those first ones come through anyway. Um, So I don't actually think... The prices paid for those store lambs reflect what is going, what is and is going to happen in that slaughter market. Um, with prices already under pressure now, um, I wouldn't expect to see much change in pricing direction from here to Christmas. AgriHQ analyst Mel Crowd. And that's the Rural News Charlotte for today. Thank you very much.